Hey there, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast. My name is Denise Lee, and I'm a life coach specializing in traumas and addictions. And today, I got a question to ask you. Is envy and jealousy ruin how you run your business? Look, for most of us, we are building and growing our empire one brick at a time online. And sometimes we get a little bit uncomfortable when we see people who are more famous, more richer, and took less time than we have been doing to grow on business. I totally get it. If envy or jealousy is getting the best of you, listen to today's episode because I've got some really helpful tips that are going to come to you after this short break. we're back. So glad that you're choosing to spend your time with me. If this is your very first time listening, I'm running over you and giving you an electronic fist bump. Boom. (laughs) Make sure that you hit the follow subscribe button wherever you're listening. That way, as soon as I drop a new episode, you'll be able to listen to it lickety split. And those are my gals or my homies, however you want to be called, or ladies or gents. You have been listening and have been enjoying this experience. Thank you very, very much. I want to thank you so much for recommending this podcast to other people. I want to thank you so much for writing a review, letting me know what you love, and signaling to other people that this is worth listening to. So I just want to thank you in advance for that. And also, Mosey on over to info.denisegelee.com slash connect. There you'll be able to learn more about me, check out courses, apply to work with me, check out all sorts of fun stuff and learn why my life coach specializing in traumas and addictions. Glad you asked. You'll only find that out when you go to the belt page and learn more about me. So go ahead and do that. Also, I would love to hear your lovely voice. I love reading emails, but more importantly, I love hearing from my peeps. Go ahead and check out anchor.fm slash Denise Lee. There you'll be able to send me a voicemail message. Be sure to include your voicemail message, your first name, your last name, your hometown, and keyword, and whether or not I have permission to air your message in a upcoming podcast episode. I want to give you credit where credit's due, and that is so important to me. The things that we're going to be talking about, it's more of a one-on-one conversation, although Amazing Attitude is helpful. Amazing Attitude, for those of you guys who don't know, is a 21-day self-study program where I drop some really powerful gems as well as some journaling props that are designed to help you think deeper and more impactfully about not just your world, but how you choose to live in it. And that obviously includes how you want to run your business. Too many of us have gotten stuck up in our own heads and through anxiety and depression and worry, and we need a fresher, cleaner way of thinking. Enter Amazing Attitude. You can only check that out via deniseglee.com slash courses. And I'm also going to leave a link so you can access that directly. Okay, let's talk about this idea of envy and jealousy. But before I do that, I was kind of doing some research And did you know that according to the Pew Research Center, that 69% of adults and 81% of teens in the U.S. use social media, TikTok, for for how long that's going to last, Twitter, Facebook, all that fun stuff. 
And when you think about it, that puts a large amount of the population at an increased risk of feeling anxious, depressed, or ill over their social media use. And you may think to yourself, why would I feel that way? I'm just seeing what Jennifer Aniston or Tyler Perry or whoever you guys follow or idolize online. I mean, I personally love uh, looking at Viola Davis's Instagram page as an example. But look, there's more than just kind of peeking into what celebrities do. There's also a lot of us, including yours tw- truly, I'm on Twitter, Denise G. Lee, Twitter handle. And we're promoting ourselves. We're promoting our business. We're trying to get the word out in large. Hey, we're here. We're ready to help. We're ready to serve. And it's really frightening when you go online and you're seeing people who are seeming to be making more money. They seem more pretty or, or more handsome or more have more achievements or fill in the blank. And that causes our brains to feel depressed because think about it. We always want what we don't have. That's why our brains are wired for goal-seeking. We want more and better and different. The problem is when we're seeing a curated image, we're not seeing the total picture. That's the same way that someone might be looking at your profile and seeing you smiling and looking everything together, but have no idea that a week ago you were in a crying fit because a client uh, threatened to leave you and they were the the biggest moneymaker client that you have, as an example. So what I want to talk about is how does this impact our minds? Obviously, the comparison impacts our minds. The fear of missing out impacts our minds. What do we do if we don't have as much engagement when we come back? I was thinking about an interaction I had with somebody on Twitter yesterday myself. And they said, hey, you know, I really don't like the fact that I was living my life, running my business, and then my engagement went totally uh, down when I took a break. And what do I do? Like, and I, about, you know, trying to manage obviously doing my job, living my life versus still promoting yourself. And we, I talked about scheduling posts as a, as a time saver, which I highly recommend, by the way, scheduling posts. But anyway, the whole point I was just trying to make is that for so many of us, we have felt to be slaves of the algorithms, slaves of getting posts boosted and elevated, slaves of trying to get likes and reach and all that stuff. And if we're so focused on just feeding the beast, We get drained ourselves because we need time to create new content. We need time, obviously, to serve the customers we have. We need time to be able to also live our own lives with our family or our friends or kids and pets or whatever else you got going on. And too many of us have never asked ourselves, how am I really using social media rather being used by social media? And enter the idea of envy and jealousy. And for those of you guys who hear that word, we always like mix those words up all the time. Envy is hating what you see others have versus jealousy is fear of losing what you do have. I'll say that again. Envy is hating what you see others have and jealousy is the fear of of losing what you have. And so what I want to do in the time that I have with you right now is to talk about, okay, what am I feeling? Am I really feeling envy 
or am I feeling jealousy? And so this is a great time if you need to like grab a pen or a paper or however you want to write it, write things down. And well, let's dive into this idea of envy and jealousy because we we all need to promote ourselves online, in person, whatever. And if we're not careful, one of these monsters, the green eyed monster of jealousy or the blowtorch destructive power of envy will destroy any of our best laid out plans, okay? So let's dive more into each of the topics. The first topic I wanna talk with you about in much deeper detail is envy. So as I said earlier, envy is hatred of what you don't have. And envy is, is an emotion that manifests or comes in ourselves as a result of comparison. So think about what I was mentioning to you earlier. You're comparing yourself with how many followers you see other persons have or comparing about your bank account versus what other people are bragging about their bank account. There's always comparison about followers or money or social influence or books or some type of tangible thing that says, this is what I have and you don't. Now, obviously, most people aren't trying to rub your your nose into all their accolades, but it can feel that way. Imagine when someone goes online and they brag about, I just sold my first high ticket offer while you've been struggling to sell your low ticket offer for the last year and a half with no results. Or just think about what's going on in your life where you have been slaving away something and somebody posted it and you feel as if they got it with ease. But here's the thing, when we're comparing without information, we're denying ourselves the appropriate context or the person's hard work or their own contributions. We don't know whether or not that person took a course in learning about how to sell high ticket offers. We don't know if that person was paying for ads to get their uh, search results boosted higher than yours. We don't know the situation. So when we're tempted to feel envious, we have to reserve to write the be curious about other things that are not being obviously shown. Now, obviously, if you have the chance to talk with someone directly, I'm like, hey, great news. What did you do? Look, here's the thing. Ain't nothing wrong with asking someone for help or just for information. Now, I don't believe in just trying to cord and cord your information, nor I believe that it's healthy just to beg and plead for information for free, just be a freebie hunter. We should value other people's time and obviously value our, our own time and be ca careful and considerate, considerate about the time we spend with other people as, the, as well as what we're expecting from other people, okay? Now, the second thing about envy that I want to talk with you about is usually a two-person situation when someone feels inferior to the other. It's either this the setup where it's us against them. If we're not careful, meaning that... If we think that this person is has more than we could ever get, we have this animosity and we start to dehumanize them. And we think that we try to other them and say, well, they're only this way because they have X, Y, and Z, or they are from this gender or this background or this fill in the blank. And I want to let you know that everyone has equal opportunity as well, as long as they're breathing and they have the desire to succeed. Please, I do not want to get into identity politics with people and talk about, well, certain people are having more privilege than the other and the patriarchy. I don't want to get into those conversations. I will, will say is that 
how that hunger to help and people will show up. And so there's no inferiority because we all bring different things from our own unique experiences and background to the table and that we can be able to help people where we're at and from we, where we come from, okay? And when we talk about envy, it's likely to cause feelings of sadness and a desire to change. But I do wonder though, if we get into this habit when we're so envious that we actually enforce the desire to want to self-loathe. I was thinking about one particular uh, perspective client that I talked with many years ago. And despite me trying to encourage him and motivate him about his opportunities as an artist, he just seemed hell-bent on just talking about how terrible his situation was and how next to impossible it was for him to promote himself and do certain things. And I realized that he was addicted to the shame and the drama and the self-loathing. So I have to ask you a question. Are you addicted to shame and drama and self-pity? That's called a norepinephrine addiction. And for those of you guys who don't know, norepinephrine is a neurotransmitter just like adrenaline or oxytocin or dopamine. And what uh, norepinephrine does, it's part of the thing that our bodies, it causes us to go into fight or flight, meaning that we get tensed up and we get nervous and we just enjoy the pain more because we are afraid of being disappointed. So if we can just fill ourselves with feeling the shame and self-pity and loathing and self-destructive tendencies, then we don't have to go through the pain of actually trying to work through the things that make us feel uncomfortable. So just be mindful. If, you're, if you find yourself feeling envious of everyone, are you designed to feel bad about yourself as just your steady state like of how you want to interact with other people and how you feel about yourself? That's just something that you need to think about. I do talk about that a little bit in Amazing Attitude about how your mind is wired for either positive things or negative things. Okay. Now, the next thing that I wanted to talk about with regards to envy is that it's when we're envious, we set ourselves up to be the lowly, unfortunate soul that is subject to harassment and ridicule and, and blame and all this stuff. And when we do that, we almost pretend like we're martyrs. We're just victims of circumstance, happenstance, and that no one would understand is, woe is me. We, we somehow want to spiral into wanting pity. And when we want pity, we lose our power. We lose our sense of autonomy and responsibility and more important understanding how the world works. Look, here's the thing. Everybody has to start from somewhere. I mean, as I'm recording, this is like over 400 episodes. You think the way I'm talking right now to you is the way I talked in the beginning of my time recording podcast? Oh no. It was sloppy. It was crazy. Probably some people would say it's sloppy right now. Look, that's their own perception. The point I'm trying to make is that we need to keep learning how we understand ourselves and how we communicate with others and how we communicate with others is honestly asking ourselves, do we feel less than other people? And if so, why? Was it from our family of origin? Was it from how other people modeled how they communicate with other people? I don't know about you, but I was around a very extremely self-loathing mother who always just wanted to just 
want a permanent pity party around her. It was other people who had the issues, not her. Oh, and by the way, I'm also leaving a link in the show notes below how to access your life script. It uh, educates you about how your family of origin has impacted you today and the decisions that you make. So check that out. I'm also going to leave a link for your life script. Okay. Now I've talked a lot about envy. Oh, by the way, if you have any questions, feel free to shoot me a message at anchor.fm slash Denise G. Lee or go to info.deniseglee.com slash connect and send me a message because I do want to continue the conversation because I know that I'm speaking really fast about all this stuff. And so I want to be able to support you if that's something that is of interest to you. Okay, so let's talk about jealousy. I just kind of talked about envy. Jealousy obviously is fearing what you might lose, right? And so jealousy incurs in the context of a relationship. So remember how we were talking about comparing ourselves to other people that you may, you don't even know, but jealousy is you actually know this person to some degree, right? And you're afraid of losing that type of relationship or losing what type of, whether it's a client, uh, person, it whether or not it's a romantic partner or someone you thought they were your ride or die homie. Jealousy is just a partnership. And you think about the the partnerships in your life, in your professional or your personal life. And if you really hold them in higher esteem and are fearful of losing that relationship, then and you're seeing another person kind of kind of mosey on in and try to interfere with the dynamics of your relationship and you feel insecure, that's a huge sign jealousy is at play. And when we're feeling jealous, we have a strong feeling of fear and distrust towards that third party, that other person. Because like, wait a minute, you're trying to bust into that situation and ruin my good thing that I got going on with this other person. You know, one of the the things that I never forget, my my father of all people told me when uh, in the early years of my my marriage he said to me you know you should be grateful that you know you have a husband that doesn't really want to go out and spend some time with other people and do stuff he just wants to stay at home and i remember thinking about that and i told my husband about it and my husband replied he said i, I guess your father's shocked that you know i haven't had affairs or i'm not stepping out and cheating because all the men he knows are just philanderers or going out and do other things and that really brought a lot of sadness to me but it also kind of put up a little seed of jealousy thinking about this imaginary phantom woman trying to like find my husband which was not even the case then or even now but when we're jealous it doesn't even have to be about something that's actually really going on sometimes it's the idea that someone else can come into your situation and mess things up so my question to you is it if you're jealous about certain dynamics that you have with certain people are you also imagining phantom situations with phantom scenarios these what ifs because that's something that definitely needs to be brought up and addressed too many of us have ruined good relationships personal professional relationships because we're imagining things that aren't necessarily even real or or justified. It's just our imagination based on comments from other people or even our own low self-esteem causes us to think about things, all the scenarios, and all the scenarios are negative. By the way, it takes a tenth of a second of our brains to think negative and 10 seconds to think positive. Imagine you're fixing your mind over and over and over again with negative ideas of someone trying to sabotage or destroy or take away how in the world can your mind think positively about your business, let alone your life? So when we're jealous, 
there's a lot of poisonous, venomous energy about not just any potential threats, but about actually our mind not feeling secure in the relationship that's created. And by the way, I just have to say it's a little kind of a little tangent off off bar that I comment that I need to make. And it's relating to more romantic relationships because it just needs to be said. I have spoken with many, many women over the years, some guys too, but mostly women. And one of the chief complaints that, that they women have shared with me is that they don't feel secure in the relationship. They don't feel that they can trust their their partner to stay faithful or to deliver X amount of things and whatever. And the the clear, always resounding message that I hear is that they didn't set up boundaries, meaning that they for themselves or making up contracts that the other person, meaning their partner, buys into. For example, if you have the personal boundary for yourself, I do not want to be rocked by how other people do stuff around me, meaning that if they show up late or they promise to do something they don't, your world is not going to fall apart just because another person doesn't follow through. Or And let's talk about the contracts. So many of our relationships, actually, actually, all of our relationships are made of contracts. I mean, we think of contracts more of like a legalistic thing, like with documents for coaching and all this stuff. But there's also informal contracts amongst our friends. Hey, I'm going to meet you at, for example, hey, I'm going to meet you at the the movie theater at 6 p.m., you know, and we're going to watch Thor or whatever, right? That's an informal contract. And if someone chooses not to show up to watch Thor at 6 p.m., that is a breach of the contract. And for so many of us, we don't enforce our contracts. The only way that you know you love yourself and anybody around you is about the commitments that you're willing to make and keep. If somebody wants to become passive aggressive, if somebody is not willing to even come up with any type of commitment about how time, space, money, and play time together, apart, money, your your money, my money, space space in the same, the area, or space and time in terms of how we will interact with other people and play like playtime by ourselves, playtime with other people. We're not able to make and keep agreements in these major categories. It is of no shock that the relationship falls apart. And when I see jealousy, usually there is Somebody is being secretive or evasive about their needs and failure to com- communicate that with another person. So please, my love, if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, snap, I'm thinking about my personal relationship. Yeah, I'm hoping that now is the time that you're going to have some serious conversations with your loved one about what needs to shift so that you don't feel jealous about losing to some phantom person or a coworker or whoever around your neighbor. Because some of these things are preventable. And I just want you to, to be very clear about that. What is preventable for me in terms of feeling overwhelmed and anxious? Because look, here's the thing. Anger, jealousy, envy, all those things are choices. And we don't have to fall prey to them without understanding what we can and cannot do. I know that was a little sidebar, but I just had to say that. So just clearly talking about jealousy in summary, we have to understand that if we want to have a good relationship with other people, we have to stay appreciative 
and humble, appreciative of the relationship. Because look, they can pick up their toys and walk and play with somebody else at any time. There's nothing guaranteed or they could drop dead or, or whatever. Anything is possible. There is no guarantee that the person that you love and you interacting with or working with or whatever is going to stay with you forever. So just keep being appreciative. Keep being humble and understanding that anything can happen. And lastly, keep doing your part to be a valuable person to the relationship. Don't take people for granted. Don't assume that they're just going to keep giving and giving and giving and expect nothing in return. That's not how that works for human beings, for selfish people. We all want some type of payout for the effort that we do. So just be mindful of that, okay? Well, I know I talked about a whole bunch of things and a whole bunch of uh, other issues. And I'm hoping that as you're listening to this conversation that you're thinking to yourself, gee, I really need to dig more in, in resolving my envy with people that I may not even know about or even assume that certain things about them that causes me to want what they have. Because a lot of times, quite frankly, we're wanting things, but if we really knew the whole package of all the other stuff they had to go through just to get to where they are, would you really want it? Honestly, would you really? Something to think about. And then for jealousy, we're trying to hold on for dear life or a relationship. But sometimes the best thing we can do is let go and just focus on ourselves. Because if we are feeling so intense about a relationship, we're losing ourselves in the process. So I'm hoping that as you're listening to this, you're identifying which case you need to really zoom in. An amazing attitude is a resource. I'm going to drop a link in the show notes below. Okay. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for your time with me to get today. What did I say that was really important for you? Was it envy? Was it jealousy? Was it about this idea of the power that we have? I want to hear from you. Send me a message at anger.fm slash Denise C. Lee write me via info.denisegeely.com slash connect. I'd love to hear from you. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. Please share this podcast if you enjoyed it, write a review, all that fun stuff. Well, until next time, take care and be awesome.